to Charmed Life, a radio show discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm your host, Trisha Carr. Thank you so much for being here with me today. We are really close to the holidays in 2018 and about to tick that calendar over to a whole different year, a whole different universal year. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because we're having a little technical issue in the background and poor Kurt has to manage it. <laughs> and it's hard for me to keep a straight face. I, I give him my devices so that he can like share things to Periscope and then I leave the volume on. <laughs> that's Kurt's really professional I'm just so-so on the professional side of it anyway back to the back to the starting off with a little joy that's what I, I like to think about it so thank you for that con- producer Kurt and um so well I wanted to tell you guys just about a couple of things before I welcome on my amazing guest with the super exciting and fun topics we will be discussing today that one thing is that I have a few different um, activities still on my calendar for the rest of 2018, and also starting in January, uh, I have a class on Archangels and Universal Laws. I have a, um, a a live group meditation. I have a live hangout. All of these things you can actually access through my Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash Trisha Carr. But if you go to my website and to Healing Arts, you can actually see the calendar of different activities, different ways that we can um, engage in all the classes and stuff like that that I'm teaching. So you can just click through there and then go check out whatever it is. So go check that out on my website, trishacarcharm.com. And additionally, if you live in Los Angeles or maybe Southern California, I am teaching locally. I'm actually teaching in Burbank. So about twice per month, I am doing a mediumship and psychic development class. The next one will be the first Sunday of January after Charmed Life. And uh, I'm also going to be teaching an animal communication workshop. And so just go check that out. That's on my website, trishacarcharm.com slash mediumship hyphen Burbank. You can find out about that class. Sign up for it. Classes, uh, spaces are really limited on that. Additionally... Before I welcome my guest, I just want to say we are taking calls today, 323-524-2599. The phone lines are open if you would like some intuitive insight, but if you would really like to share how you're feeling about the holiday seasons, if you want some tuning about the solstice and about the the ending of this year and transitioning into the new year, well, we'd love to connect with you on that. And having said that, we are going to talk with a goddess today. Her name is Stephanie C. Wyman. She is an empath, intuitive, spiritual counselor and a lunar energy expert. Welcome, Stephanie. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. Stephanie has been on the show twice before, right? I think so. I think to, I think twice. We I'm talked about now. <laughs> we talked about the spirituality of trees last time, I believe. And oh, that was such a great show. If you want to see that show, just go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Trisha Carr, or search on the in iTunes or however you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to find that episode because that was so fun. That was really beautiful. Talking that was about, a lot of fun. Talking about how trees are like spirituality. They are spirit guides for us. Oh, gosh. Anyway, today we want to talk about the winter solstice. And we want to talk about Yule and the full moon that's coming up right at the... It's it's on the solstice, right? It it does. It starts... The full moon starts on the winter solstice this year, which is really pretty rare. Uh, The last time it happened was 2010. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't happen again until 2094. (gasps) Wow. Magic. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty big deal, honestly. It really, really is. 
So I'm obviously super excited to talk to you guys about this today. Yeah. Um, as you can see, I'm all holiday Christmas, <laughs> you all winter solstice out here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that if you have been feeling, I'm not Stephanie, I mean, maybe Stephanie, but <laughs> if you are probably listening, Stephanie. <laughs> probably <laughs> Stephanie, probably Trisha, definitely Trisha. Uh, if you've been feeling some, if even if it's been tension, if you feel like you've been, it's been kind of a tough either November or early December. Well, there's a few reasons for that. One being that we are wrapping up the energy of this year because it's really significant shifting numerologically. So you're shifting with your personal universal year, a personal year, and you're shifting with your the universal year, but also this stuff is happening, you know, that, that, that rare moon happening right on the solstice. It's really, so you're not crazy. There's a reason for it. And I've actually started to feel lighter because we're actually getting to the actual changing, actually being able to cross that finish line. How about you, Steph? Absolutely. Uh, you know, with this, with this full moon, really coming into play here with the winter solstice. I mean, the winter solstice itself has such an energy for us where it comes to finishing our, the intentions we have set through this year and um, moving forward with the manifestations that we've been working with and uh, moving through that into what is to come for the next year. I mean, there's just so much where it comes with the winter solstice with that in combination with the full moon, that's actually the, the full moon phase starts, <clears throat> excuse me, on December 21st, which is the winter full solstice. And it will continue on for four days is that full moon phase. So we'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday mm. uh, with this full moon energy in com- combination with this winter solstice energy. So it's it really is a big deal. And if people are, you know, are feeling maybe a little unsettled or have been feeling a little unsettled and are now starting really to come to terms with their emotions and how they have been feeling and how it's moving us forward. That's why Uh, it's because of all of this energy because it's a combination of the winter solstice and the full moon. It's kind of like a double whammy. It's really, yeah. Putting it to us, <laughs> you know, really enhancing that energy. Well, I really want to talk about both of the the solstice, what it actually is, and actually, I have a question about what the history is and how we actually establish these solstices, and also what folks can do with this solstice and full moon energy. But we do actually have a caller already, so I want to go ahead and take that call sure. and see Great. how this person wants to contribute to the conversation. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, it's Angel. Hi, Angel. We are on with Stephanie C. Wyman. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Well, I just have to tell you, uh, your voice is really resonant. It's, it's got this clarity and just beauty to it. I can tell that you, just from hearing, just from the, the energy of your voice and the tone, um, that you are very, very intelligent and you're a very sharp counselor and that you see right into the, the good in everyone and you know how to enhance that. Is that, is that. is that something you identify with yourself? And your name is Angel, so what do we, you know... <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> well, that's just what I that's what I what do you think, Steph? Can you feel that in her voice? Just the couple of words she said? Yes, absolutely. I, I'm it's funny that you picked up on that too. Like right as I was thinking that I was like, wow. <laughs> For sure. Well, what's going on with you today, Angel? What's on your mind? Um, you know, I was thinking, um, what advice would you give to people who um 
my son passed away. It'll be uh, mm-hmm. 12 years today. Mm-hmm. And I've had uh, a very difficult time at Christmas trying mm-hmm. to, since he passed, trying to lift my spirits mm-hmm. and you know, kind of focus back in on the meaning of Christmas. It's, mm. you know, it's, it's, been, it's a difficult time of year. I am mm. so sorry. I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, that I, I can't imagine. And it's, it's probably the most anomalous human, human experience to outlive your child. So my deep uh, condolences, sympathy for this experience. And also just, say, just want to say what a powerful experience that, you know, what, what a powerful choice to be in this life in this way. That's, it's, it's a kind of bittersweet melancholy, but really strong purpose that you are living. So thank you for bringing that to, Mm. to this universe for us. And I feel like kicking it to Stephanie first, because I I know Stephanie, I I can just feel that Stephanie, I'm going to let you chime in because I I feel that you have some contribution, some advice for Angel. Yeah. Um, and, and this isn't on the, the same level as what you're going through, Angel, um, and, and I as well, I am really feeling for you uh, and sending you a lot of love. Uh, by last year, um, I lost my grandmother, who uh, I was very close to, and um, again, I know it's not on the same level as losing your uh, child, uh, but I've been thinking, you know, last the last holiday season, uh, it was really hard. And this holiday season, it's it's really coming up again for me as well. And there's certain things that I have been doing uh, to help myself through through the holiday season. As she, you know, my grandma was such a really a strong part of it. Like she really tied the family together. And honestly, it's it's me taking that time uh, pretty much over the past week and probably up through the rest of this year daily, I, I try to connect with her myself. Um, I really just kind of sit in my own energy and call her energy into me. And I just listen and I, I start receiving certain synchronicities or things that remind me of her after I do that. Uh, and it's something that I wanted to incorporate into this year as well, um, which we'll see how this works is, you know, there is this uh, tradition of setting, uh, you know, an extra spot at the table mm-hmm. during the holidays for for your loved ones who have passed and knowing that they are there and they are celebrating with us. And they're, you know, when somebody does pass, their energy is still with us. They are still with us. And I know it's so hard is as we are all obviously as human beings very visual and it's hard for us to connect that way without seeing um but it's not that seeing is believing it's that believing is seeing so i'm really personally trying to connect on that level uh with with my grandmother uh to keep her a part of this holiday the holiday spirit and how much you know we enjoy it and and knowing of what she brought to my life through the holidays. And I'm really just trying to focus on that, which does has been helping me and does help me to keep my energy on a, on a higher level where it comes to the missing her so much right now. Um, so I don't know if that's something that resonates with you, Angel, uh, but you know, that's something yeah, to definitely. think about. Uh, it, your, your son does- I actually just started on- Go ahead, Hunter. Sorry? Go ahead. You just started on. Go ahead. No, I just I act, I started on my spiritual journey. Um, I joined the Lightworkers Lab in no October. <clears throat> Pardon me. And I came across a um, a YouTube video of um, 
crystals. And it was on grieving and stuff like that because I've, I've held a lot of anger about it for a very long time. And the last couple of months since joining the lab, I've really kind of stepped into the more spiritual side of it and trying to have that forgiveness and trying to see the purpose and mm-hmm. and all of that. And, you know, it, it's really been helpful. It's just that I'm still having that anger. And I try to focus in and try to see if I can get his energy, but I don't know if it's because I'm still so hurt by by it or I haven't processed it properly, but I, I can't feel him. Well, that's all. I mean, it's all a part of it, of course. That's a part of the journey in general. But I want to just, I want to direct you to the fact that you absolutely can feel him. Because in this moment, do you feel the love that you have for him? You feel that in your heart? Oh, yeah. That's him. Oh, yeah. That's him, honey. That's very... That's where he lives. That is his existence. Does he, did he have, um, his hair was like very straight, like a kind of fine and straight hair. And it was sometimes dark, but sometimes light colored. Um, well... He he was um, he was born and then he passed away. So oh. he was a newborn. Oh, I see, I see. So we, we don't know what his really hair was going to be. See. No. Oh, okay. No, but I'm I would have suspected that would have been it. That, that's that has well. You know what's interesting is that we often will sometimes spirit on the other side they usually continue to like you can experience him as the baby that he was but they continue to grow with you along this because the intention of that life and your intention to continue to have him in your life so he presents with you as a 12 year old Uh, so he presents that age actually and really slim and he sits with you at the tree when you're on your knees and it's like you're either praying or sometimes you're crying when you're around the Christmas decorations in the tree and he sits with you with his little arm around your shoulders. And so he is there. He is with you. And like I said, you feel the love that you have for him in your heart. That's his existence. And that is his purpose now. Is And, and, and also, I feel him saying, don't worry about lifting your spirits. That is... That's just the, the, take that off your plate, and rather what you can do is make this time a very sacred experience, a very deep, profound experience of feeling more deeply into your heart the love that you had, and you can actually dedicate dedicate Christmas to him and feel whatever it is that you need to feel, even if it's anger at sometimes, because that is you processing it and having the the relationship with him that still exists and is still progressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sacred experience. Make Christmas at a sacred experience rather than worrying about lifting your spirits, you know? That's that I think might yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I've been trying this year for sure. Good, Definitely. Good. I've been trying to change my mindset and make it more make it more what it was originally intended, <clears throat> pardon yeah. me, to be. Well, yeah, many blessings. I just got emotional there. <laughs> oh, good. Well, good. That's good. That's release and that's connection, connecting to the truth and, and connecting to his energy as well. Well, thank- yeah, and don't don't feel like that you that it's bad for you to feel that anger or that sadness. Yeah. Like that's something that you need to feel. That's something you need to release. Yeah. And if it's something you are feeling now, now is the time for you to release that and mm-hmm. to let that emotion out, those feelings out, because you doing that is a whole process of you healing and moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that kind of goes along with the moon cycle right now. Is- kind of what I'm feeling. It's this, okay, time to release. My body has been sick. Everything seems to be going, okay, just let it go. Get Mm -hmm. it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. 
Well, I just want to wish you all of the blessings. And again, you're so brave to be in this life with this experience. And that is an expansion for all of us. So I appreciate you. And I thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being in the Lightworkers Lab. I, I can't wait to oh, yes. work with you more there and I fellowship with you yeah. more. I, I love love the Lightworkers Lab. I love you both. You've been such an inspiration on my journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm so appreciative for all this. Thank you. Well, we appreciate we you. We love well. you. <laughs> thank you, Angel. Have a wonderful right. day. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you in the lab. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks, ladies. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was powerful. <laughs> that was a big yeah. experience. Yeah. I, w- I was having chills, honestly, mm-hmm. the whole time she was talking about him. Yeah. It, he, he was there. He, he, yeah. he was there within this conversation. So. Yes, indeed. Well, um, let's um, talk about that solstice. I mean, you must have been educating Angel about the solstice already. By the way, we're talking about the Lightworkers Lab in case it is your first time listening to Charmed Life. Well, welcome to this show. But uh, what we're talking about is the Lightworkers Lab is an online spiritual community uh, hosted on Facebook, founded by the amazing Crystalline Compton, who's been on the show several times. And you can find and join by searching for the Lightworkers Lab in Facebook, and it'll show up as a group. We have live streams there pretty much every single day, uh, people going up and teaching and giving readings, including Stephanie and myself. So join us there. And Steph, so let's talk about the solstice. So yes, I know the solstice yes. on the 21st, and we have so, also the, 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 it's the equinox. Yes. Tell me about, tell me all about the solstice. Yes. Well, so what I, and I wanted to talk a little bit too, if this is okay with you, with um, about Yule as mm-hmm. Yule is really um, a, the festival that started centuries ago, which was celebrating the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. Pre- um, so before Christmas, this is a pre, pre-Christian era. Right. right, exactly. Before before Christian Christianity kind of took over uh, and was really put forth, um, you know, in, in front of everybody, uh, this Yule was uh, what was celebrated. It was a festival of the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. So Yule starts on Friday as well as it starts on the winter solstice, and it goes on um, for quite a few days. I um, mean, it usually it, it varies from. December 20th to the 23rd, where it starts as it depends on when the winter solstice actually is. And um, it's really, you know, the winter solstice is celebrated at this time uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, obviously. And the Yule, the Festival of Yule, is celebrating this, which is when the dark half of the year really relinquishes itself to the light half, which starts on the winter solstice. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, it's really great. So we would really celebrate this in so many ways. And you'd be surprised to learn that uh, the holiday of Christmas, which I do celebrate, you know, that's what I grew up with. That was the tradition I was brought up in. And uh, even though I'm not uh, religious per se, I'm more, more spiritual in celebrating uh the winter solstice and the equinox here, um, it's still Christmas really has taken on a lot of the traditions mm-hmm. from Yule, which is a very pagan holiday, uh, which a lot of people don't know. And um, so people would celebrate the winter solstice by having this festival of Yule. They would light bonfires. They uh, would have kids going from door to door with presents of like oranges and and apples uh, with cloves stuck in them, Mm. which represent the sun. Mm. And at this point, people were celebrating the sun king and the oak king 
coming uh, coming back into our lives and uh, taking over. Because I know it might seem weird that the winter solstice is really the celebration of the light coming back into our lives. The winter solstice is the darkest day of the year or the longest night. But after that, we start getting longer days. And I know it's hard to think of it that way as when we're in the bowels of winter. <laughs> I mean, especially where I live, it's it's very dark. You know, it, we have a lot, a lot, a long winter, mm-hmm. a lot of snow and a lot of darkness. It's still nice to think of celebrating this light coming back into our lives. And it was really wonderful how people would celebrate Yule as they would have bonfires and have the kids really get in, involved. They would, uh, you know, drink mead or any kind of alcoholic beverages at that time too, believe it or not, right? Even back then. And uh, it was really just a really special and sacred time. And they and that the Yule log came from this festival too which then turned into having our Christmas trees that we, that we have in our, in our homes to celebrate this season and this holiday as well. Uh, and even using holly as we do and having, um, you know, the bringing in like, bow, you know, the boughs of holly, we hear about that. That's all about celebrating the rebirth and the divinity of eternal life. So it's a really really special holiday that I don't think a lot of people realize is really a part of the Christian tradition that we really all celebrate. Uh, well, that's true. And that's true for a lot of the the Christian celebrations. They were really, that what they did was kind of Christianize the the, the celebrations of the time, even like the Church of Rome. <laughs> they, the Church of yeah. Rome is actually just Christianized paganism. You know, just they went in right. and literally like knocked off the names of the the pagan or the the sun god deities, and they put on Christian names. <laughs> they did, yeah. and so yeah. and there's there's nothing wrong with that. This is not a criticism. It's literally it's just no. what happened. It's history, and yes. it, Constantine was the one who just decided, well, if you can't beat them, join them, meaning the Christians, and so he Christianized the sun god religion. And you know, the re- I wanted to just point out that, like you said, it's even though it's kind of in experientially for us, it's in the middle of winter, but it's changing. It's actually the shift. It's the shift of the. It's because it's called um, it's called seasonal lag. So what the sun and our our orientation to it is how that is happening is different than our experience because of the distance and everything. You know, it's actually how far away the sun is to us. We're about three months behind in experiencing it. And um, also I wanted to say, you said even back then we drank alcoholic beverages. Actually, they didn't have sanitary water until fairly recently. So they did drink alcoholic beverages for hydration. For so they, I mean, it would be like 2 to 3% alcohol by volume, which is like almost not enough to get you. We'd have to drink a ton in order to get drunk. But alcohol actually is, uh, it, it kills much of the bacteria that you would. So if you guys know, if the apocalypse, if the apocalypse comes, add a little <laughs> vodka, about 10% to your to your nasty swamp water and you'll be all right 
anyway, I don't have to feel bad about, you know, inviting in in the fun of of the holiday season. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought those were a little fun facts. They don't have really much to do with the spirituality of it, but yeah. Um, So the solstice is, so the solstice is, is literally the pivotal point of the season. And so that's the winter solstice, the summer solstice is when, and again, right in the middle of our experience of summer, but it's when it shifts to, it's starting to become uh, shorter days, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which is like right now, you know, we're in the Northern Hemisphere. So we're experiencing, you know, the winter solstice and, you know, in the Southern Hemisphere, you know, I know we have some friends in in Australia, they're experiencing the summer solstice. So that's kind of interesting too. you know, how Uh that's very different. It just depends on our location and where we are. But um, for us, it's really wonderful how the winter solstice um, and and the holidays of, you know, of Yule and Christmas really coincide with all of that. Uh, so it, that's very interesting. And it is uh, the winter solstice, the energy that that, it, that carries for us is all about really taking stock of what it is that we have accomplished through this past year, where it comes to the intentions that we have set for ourselves and for our lives and for any change uh, that we would like to uh, bring to fruition or any new projects that we have brought to fruition or that we are manifesting. And it's for us to really kind of to sit in and resonate with what it is that you have accomplished. What have you been through this year? What have you brought to fruition? What is it that you have experienced? What are the lessons that have come from these experiences? experiences from this change that you have facilitated Mm. and really sit with that and let that resonate within yourself because that is all going to be lessons learned for us and it's going to help us to move forward with in coming to this next year and for us to kind of have hindsight uh into you know what we can take from this where it comes to us moving forward in our lives in all aspects. So it really is a very much, the winter solstice is very much a time of year for us to just resonate on what we have accomplished, what we have learned and take stock of everything that we have been through. Cause I feel like, especially for this year, 2018 has brought a lot for many people, mm-hmm. good and bad. And I don't want to say bad, I don't mean it to sound like a negative term, because everything we experience, whether it's positive or negative, is something that we can turn into a positive experience as long as we learn from it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and it was, a, a, well, it still is. It's not quite, not 2018 anymore. An 11-2 year, universal 11-2 year. And so the two energy is, it, it, it is about love and it's about connecting and it's about relating, but it's also just a double of the one. And 11 is kind of that way too. 11 is like two ones. And the one energy we, we were, was really evident in 2017. All of those empower all of the, you know, if you think about it as, as on, just as to look at it and, and, you know, enhanced in an enhanced way, think of the one as being very self-centered and even to the point of being arrogant. Of course, no number is bad, but being very about number one. And that's what 2017 was about. And all of those people got <laughs> 
exposed, and you know, in social political stuff, all the people got exposed for all the stuff that they were up to. And then we moved into two to the two year, which was uh, I've actually felt a relief about it. But we're kind of having to figure out how to come together again. You know what I mean? Like there was a bunch of stuff that went down, and now here we are in the rubble. So how do we put the pieces back together again? And we had the the master number of eleven to support us in that. But so it was really, it was a, even though it was, it almost felt like a well, for me personally, it was a four year, which is about building. But it it felt a little bit like that. It had that energy to it because we had we had to build from the inside, though. We had to build our hearts up again and learn how to live in this experience from the a fundamental kind of, um, you know, feeling state of what we want. And I think that's what we did. I think that's what a lot of us did. And maybe that's even yeah. why, and you know, what's so funny is because then we had Mercury retrograde this month too. And what you're describing about the solstice, that sounds just like Mercury retrograde, the time to introspect, <laughs> the time to, you know, look at and ruminate yeah. over what you've built. And so I think it would be really good. Do you agree that it might be a good time to look at the emotional wealth, the emotional and um, feeling and spiritual kind of gains that, that that you created this year? Of course, there are real life and, um, you know, actual physical things that were accomplished. But I think that we had more riches that we gained within maybe than the outside world for this particular year. Is that, does the energy seem to support that to you? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, it's funny and it actually kind of was something that Angel has said, who we just spoke to, Mm -hmm. um, how, how she was saying that she, she has been sick and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, how she hasn't been feeling that great. And that, that really is, it goes along with how so many of us have grown spiritually this year, almost, well, as it always is, we grow spiritually faster than we do physically. Like it, it takes a lot for our physical bodies to keep up with our spiritual bodies. That's the seasonal uh, lag. That's like the seasonal lag. <laughs> right, exactly. And um, I know personally, and, and I do know from, you know, from other clients that I work with and, and you know, people in the Lightworkers Lab, that this year it has been such a huge year for spiritual growth for so many of us, but it has also taken a, its toll on us because we have grown so much. You know, when as we grow spiritually, our, our energetic vibration grows, grows with that, and our body is always back mm-hmm. behind on that. So... It's almost as if a lot of us have been getting sick over the past few months, uh, over the past couple months. And that's because our bodies are just now trying really to catch up with the spiritual growth we have, we've been going through. And it's almost like your body's saying, okay, I'm going to stop you here. You need to just um, take, take, take a few days at least and let yourself just rest and grow and move forward as it needs to uh, with your spiritual being as with your physical being. I hope that makes sense. Absolutely. And, and, and additionally, you know, the body is, the body is healing you when it is experiencing symptoms, whether you are sick or even if you have an injury, that it's actually off gassing energy that is ready to be released. And so we had all this, you know, I know for me personally, the mental and spiritual and emotional growth made me feel like my body is wrong, kind of in a way, not not specifically my body, but my outside world is wrong because I feel this way inside. And so that dissonance actually then it wants to come back into resonance. And so my body says, like you say, okay, slow down. 
all right, then let's take a moment to dump out some of this stuff. <laughs> let's get a few yes. things, you know, let's let's move some things out. And it could be just fatigue. It doesn't even have to necessarily be, you know, a specific like a cold or a flu or some other kind of specific illness. And like I said, even an injury, I've, I've gotten injuries before when it's time for me to allow my body to heal my spirit, to move out energy that I have been setting the intention to on a deep subconscious level. Yes, that's actually happened to me too as well. Uh, when I really started, it's almost three years ago now, uh, when I really started coming into my own with this and started growing my spiritual business, I still had a, you know, a full-time job working at a hospital in a, in a, in a OR, in a, at a trauma hospital. And uh, I was just, I needed to separate myself from this, this job I had so I could focus on my spiritual business and I I was injured and it pretty much gave me the opportunity to not have to worry about going to this job because I couldn't I you know kind of blew my knee out and it gave me the opportunity to really focus on this work and uh, me really to grow even even more in my spiritual business and just as a spiritual being that I am and it was really interesting to see how that all correlated and how this injury really was in total alignment with what I was doing and how I was moving forward in my personal life and in my spiritual life and with my business. So it's it's really fascinating when you put those kind of things together and you're like, oh, <laughs> it makes sense now. I get it. <laughs> and, and actually injuring or having some kind of ailment with joints. I remember looking this up in Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Body, and she has this chart of what different what different illnesses, sicknesses, injuries, and you know, what it means, what the energy behind it is. And joints are about changing path direction and stuff like that. <laughs> Especially if you think about really? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well just think look look how they move and so you had to straighten out your path. You had to, you know, there was an injury to how you were being how you were walking on your path. Was it your left knee? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's what you're receiving from the world. Besides that, that's I I, I empaths tend to like be very much about what they're receiving <laughs> because that's right. what they're very, you know, they're very, we sponge, we sponge. So yeah, that's yes. how we kind of orient. It tends to be our default orientation. But um, yeah, that's uh, so that has to do like literally when I, about three years ago, I, I shared in the class that I'm doing right now, Manifesting with Magic, that one of my experience of mag- experiences of really seeing myself manifest something, albeit from sort of a negative state, was getting run over by a car. And my foot got run over. My left foot got run over. And I was thinking about my path and my direction and my purpose and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know what? After that, interestingly, you know, not that things, bad things have to happen in order for good things to happen. But anything can be used and anything can be redeemed and, and, and loved back into alignment. And I got a little bit of a settlement from that, you know, because my foot got run over. And I actually used that to start this show. That's, that's, um, that's <laughs> amazing. And it really does go along with kind of what you were talking about, like how, um, like with, with my knee, like the issue I had, even after like I started to heal is I couldn't fully straighten my leg I couldn't walk correctly and that gave me the ability to still um you know I I was on disability for a while but it gave me that ability to keep really figuring out where I was supposed to be headed and where where I where my 
my true path was. And it's really fascinating that uh, we're pretty much in alignment there with that. I know, totally, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we have another caller. Why don't we take a call and see what's going on there? Great. Oh, sorry. We just lost the call. <laughs> sorry, caller. Oh, sorry no. to leave you waiting. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so, okay, the, so that's the soul. So what can folks do? Because as you mentioned, the full moon and the solstice energy is, and Yule, all of these, these three events are overlapping yes. for about three to four days. And yes. so essentially it's from Thursday-ish to Friday through about Monday, this upcoming yes. How yes. can people, what can people do? And, and by the way, if you're listening in some other time that isn't, you know, if you're listening to this in replay, um, think about this as well for the full moon, because it's going to apply generally to full moon periods, cycles as well, because we do have a lunar energy expert on. So what, what can folks do, whether it's internally or externally around this time? How can we use the energy? Well, spe- specifically for this full moon, uh, it's the it's called the full cold moon. If anybody's interested in that too, but um, like I said, it does start on the twenty first, which is on the winter solstice, um, and it is a very very rare occurrence for the full moon and the winter solstice to really uh, to happen on the same day. So this is a really really special time, and I really encourage everyone to really. Uh, be aware of this and be aware of this energy. The full moon alone, we, a lot of us know that the full moon in general uh, has a energy to it that uh, really promotes us to release things that have been holding us back mm. and things that aren't in alignment with where we're headed and with what we're trying to create for ourselves. So this full moon in Cancer is really about ushering in positive change and excitement right now for us. Mm. This is really just in time for this new year. You know, a lot of us, this new year is what starts in two and a half weeks, uh, three weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, and this full moon is really getting us going into this direction of feeling that excitement and that joy. Um, there might even be some uh, surprises that come to you, positive surprises and things that are going to be changing for you throughout the last few weeks of this year. And uh, it's really about us moving forward with everything that we have created for ourselves in this past year. Like I said, with our intentions that we have set, with the manifestations that we are creating and have created for ourselves. Also keep in mind, too, that your intuition uh, will be very on point uh, through the end of this year with this full moon and with the winter solstice. So... Uh, keep that in mind as your intuition is going to be very much heightened and much more on point. Your insight will be very, really, really on point now for the next two, three weeks. Uh, so some things that you can do also where it comes to actually celebrating the winter solstice in accordance with the full moon. I have some tips and ideas of things that you can do uh, to incorporate into this awesome weekend that's going to be coming up uh, is just getting outside, especially on Friday, on the winter solstice, get outside in nature if you can. You know, probably by 4 p.m., uh, it's going to be dark out. You know, it's going to be dark. So if you can get out before then, take a hike out somewhere, just, just a walk even, and just really try to enjoy the sunshine that you are feeling. Enjoy that light of the winter solstice. It's a really wonderful way for you to celebrate and honor the change of the seasons that is happening and to honor this transition of power, you can say, 
um, to the Sun King is it really is about the moon goddess, this moon energy kind of relinquishing some of her power mm. and giving it back to the Sun King mm. as, as we shift through this winter solstice. So get outside, take a walk, enjoy that sunshine. Uh, also, having candles lit on the winter solstice on Friday uh, all day, you know, of course, be careful. I'm, you know, I'm going to be your PSA representative here <laughs> and make sure we're all very safe where it comes to lighting our candles in our house. But having a lot of candles lit is a really wonderful way to uh, celebrate the Sun King and celebrate that, that element of fire, that Gaia energy as well. Uh, so that's something else that you can do, which is a really wonderful way to celebrate the holidays in general, but this winter solstice in combination with the full moon. Uh, also, what you can really do, which is a really great thing for you to do where it comes to kind of resonating with your own inner work, your shadow work, things that you've been working on throughout yourself, is once it does get dark on Friday, maybe just sit down in that darkness and take some time to just meditate and to really just feel what it is that you have been going through, you, you know, the changes you've created for yourself and just kind of try to resonate on that, meditate on that. And then after you spend some time with yourself, within your own energy, then you can light a candle and, you know, have a candle right by you, light a candle and really embrace that light because this is light coming back into your life. Mm -hmm. And Darkness doesn't, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It's a very positive thing. It's a positive thing because it is teaching us how we're moving forward and for us to appreciate the light within us and within our lives and within the world and our community and everything within our families. Uh, so that's a really, a really wonderful thing you can do for yourself individually. And, and of course, uh, last but not least, have a bonfire on, on Friday night on the winter solstice. You can you know invite friends, family, neighbors, and have a wonderful bonfire outside. You can even, you know, if you have some intentions of things that you want to accomplish with this coming year, things that you want to do to make yourself move forward, things you want to create for yourself, whether it be new projects or uh, just changes in your life, you can write this down on a piece of paper and then you can take some time and throw that into this bonfire and that'll really set that intention and, and start moving things forward for you even, even more powerfully uh, under this full moon and on the winter solstice. Mm. So those are a few things that you can do, uh, which can be really fun. You can do things on your own. You can do things with a community of people and um, really just celebrate this time. It's a really powerful time. Wow, that, that was a really amazing set of suggestions. So I, I encourage you guys to go back and listen and take notes because that, those, are, those are really fantastic ways to handle this transition. Because, you know, as you're saying, we're going from dark to light and dark isn't negative. Dark is actually the divine feminine and, the, and then the light is yeah. the divine masculine. And so this transition, again, which is very appropriate for having been a 211 year for it to be a two year to be something that is very much about the internal, you know, the internal state and then giving way to action, which is the more of the action orientation of the masculine. That's so shifting into that, you know, that's and, and the fire, you know, fire is very active. The element of fire is passion and activity. And so, 
allowing that to actually become the next phase. You know, what's really interesting about this too, Stephanie, is that we're moving into a three-year, a universal three-year. And the three is all about expression and fun. And so it's all super in alignment with the energy of this moon and and the Yule and the solstice. Three is also about, as we were talking, that the two is kind of internal. And so maybe the body and the and the spirit were feeling maybe a bit distanced from one another, not as integrated. Three is about balance because it is mind, body, and spirit. It's the trinity energy. So we're going to feel balance. We're going to be able to have fun and express ourselves. So it's really so cool that we're sh- so we're shifting into that. Yep. You guys, it's good news. <laughs> yes. And we it's need all good that. News. Yeah. We need some fun in our lives. Yes. I know I do. I mean, this, this past year has brought so many changes for me, you know, positive changes and some, you know, negative or, or sad changes, you know, mm-hmm. things that might not feel that great, but where it all comes down to it, it's really all helped me personally to grow as the person I am. And I am so looking forward to having some fun this next year and really embracing this transition that's coming up over the next week. It's going to be amazing. I'm ready for 2019. Stephanie, I hope you don't mind, but Kitty Pants is showing up right now. Kitty Pants. Yeah, Kitty Pants is her kitty who passed this year. And he's just, uh, I want to cry. Um, He's pointing out, you know, as our animals, they they are reflections of us and they're really extensions of of our entire experience. You know, they're, they're reflections of our soul. And our animals tend to use their passing as a way to actually transmute energy for us. And so, you know, Kitty Pants went out with lung cancer, which is all the heart energy, all respiratory, all about the the heart chakra and as well as solar plexus. So he took some of that out for you and he's standing back and just really being so proud and saying, you've done so much with that and you shifted so much and moved really powerfully into some new um, intentions, but you acted on your intentions in really powerful ways. And he's so honored to be able to stand there having supported you all the years before, but also in this year. And he's just saying you did so much with his passing, his transition, and he was able to take it out and honor honor you and you're honoring him in in return. And he's still there, you know, just being that spirit guide for you. That's so beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We've been thinking about him so much, obviously, you know, he would always love sleeping under the Christmas tree. And I've been thinking about him so often. And he would, (laughs) when he, when he was here on this physical plane with us, um, he would always, he would always give me a hard time being like, okay, you know, I, cause I would be able to communicate with him and through you too, Trisha. Um, <laughs> he, he would always be the one to be like, well, I see you talking the talk, but what about walking the walk, you know? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, so he he's congratulating always... you cause you're walking it. He says so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was always my toughest critic, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Wow. So that message really makes a lot of sense to you then. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, thank you for that, Trisha. Oh, goodness. That's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Well, we are out of time now. So will you please tell folks how they can get in touch with you and what what they can engage with you? You know, you you, have, you do one-on-one sessions. Tell everyone about everything that's Stephanie. Yes, yes. So um, I do have my business. It's called Spirit and Sage Healing. Uh, you can find uh, my I have a Facebook business page which is under Spirit and Sage Healing with Stephanie C. Weinman. I also do have my website which is stephaniecweinman.com. 
Uh, I do have, I offer one-on-one -on -one readings. Um, I do uh, intuitive sessions where you can uh, book, you know, many sessions. Um, I teach classes. I offer retreats throughout the year. And I actually do sell essential oil moon sprays. I make myself make it with full moon water, new moon water. I combine essential oils. I imbue my energy into each bottle I make. And it's a really, really wonderful gift for yourself or for others. So you can find me, like I said, on Spirit and Sage Healing on Facebook. On stephaniecweinman.com is my website. And I am on Instagram and YouTube, which you can get all that information off of my website as well. And the and your the information those uh, the Facebook and the website are both in the show notes. However, you're listening or watching, and I love my moon spray. The moon sprays are amazing, and I'm always spraying it on my husband's face as well. <laughs> Go check out our moon sprays and everything that she does. Well, thank you so much for dropping all of that wisdom on us today, and I'm just so I'm so empowered and motivated now. So thank you for putting that all into into alignment for us. And now we all know that we're not crazy and everything yep. is on the upswing in a really cool way. So thank yeah. you so much for coming on again, Stephanie. Thank you so much. I had a great time. When we will see you again next week and um, thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. 